0: Welcome to the Johannesburg Church of Christ podcast. In these podcasts, we seek to know Christ and to make Him known to all nations and people. In the midst of these unprecedented times the world faces, we wish to encourage you with a thought for you to card through your day. May today's message bring about peace in your thinking through Christ. Hi, this is Werner Reineke. We continue exploring what it means to imitate the devotion to the breaking of bread That is the Lord's Supper or the Communion. Today I want to invite you to take a closer look at one of the Bible passages most often used during our Communion services. I encourage you to read this passage for yourself after you've listened to this message. We regularly read 1 Corinthians 11 Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Occasionally, we may read the next two verses. That is verses 27 to 28. So then, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat of the bread and drink from the cup. This is usually where we stop, because the next two verses appear difficult to interpret. They read, For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ eat and drink judgment on themselves. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. In other words, have died. Now, if we take that last verse at face value, then it means that if we partake in the communion in an unworthy manner, then we might fall sick and even die. Now, if this is what this verse teaches, then communion would result in thousands of fatalities annually. I think most of us would suspect this could not be the literal interpretation of this verse, but more on that in a moment. Let's first tackle verses 27 and 28. We can easily read them and understand that we need to examine ourselves whether we are worthy. A few brief thoughts here. Some people believe that the church in Corinth was only between 30 and 50 members at the time of Paul's letter. Others speculate that there were perhaps 100 members. Others think that there were several hundred Whichever the case, we know that they met in people's homes, that the Lord's Supper, that is Communion, took place as a shared meals. Whenever we are uncertain about a passage, it is good to read the verse before and after that passage. In verse 72 to 22, we read that some remained hungry and some even became drunk. Paul says that those who had nothing were being humiliated, and this was equal to despising the church itself. At the end of that chapter, in verse 33 to 34, Paul writes a conclusion, So then, my brothers and sisters, when you gather to eat, you should all eat together. Anyone who is hungry should eat something at home, so that when you meet together, it may not result in judgment. You see, this passage doesn't talk about the Corinthians' worthiness, but rather about the worthiness of the manner in which they were taking communion. One of the songs we sing regularly in our church services contains the words, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, holy, holy is He. You see, Jesus is the one who is worthy. We can never be worthy. The only opinion about you that matters is God's opinion. And he gave that opinion almost 2,000 years ago when Jesus died for us on the cross. You can be assured that God cares infinitely for you. Consider one more thing. When Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper, He did not withhold it from Peter, Judas, or any of the others. Jesus knew their weaknesses. They would betray, flee, and deny, yet He also washed everyone's feet. This should give us immeasurable confidence when we take part in the communion on Sundays. A final thought about what verse 30 says, which reads, That is why many of among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep. We cannot definitively say what Paul meant here, but we know that he spoke within a specific context, that is, to the church in Corinth around 20 years after Jesus. Perhaps the disdain with which they treated each other affected their health. Perhaps the gift of healing that was active during the lifetime of the Apostles was being hindered through their behavior. We just can't be certain. Let us pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you that taking part in the communion does not depend on how worthy we consider ourselves. We realize that we are unworthy servants, that Jesus is the one who is worthy. I pray that our hearts will be encouraged by this. Amen.